0: Hi, everyone. It's Connie Bowman. Thanks so much for listening to the Happy Healthy You podcast. And thanks also for your support of Back to Happy, A Journey of Hope, Healing and Waking Up, my new book that's now available on Amazon and Audible as an audiobook. So I'm super excited about that. As we move into the new year, I am also excited to bring you more interviews and great conversations with authors, healers, artists, and others who are on the path with us to balance in mind, body and spirit. We will also be starting a whole new series called Shining the Light to bring some awareness to subjects that might not be in the mainstream media. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and if there's anything or anybody you'd like me to consider, please just send me a message from my website at conniebowman.com. Hi everybody, welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman and today i have a really exciting interview for you Uh, i'm talking with paul haskew and he is an elder He's a wise elder from an organization called the Elder Wisdom Circle. It's an online intergenerational program that pairs advice seekers with a network of seniors or elders who provide empathetic, caring, and supportive advice based on their own life experiences. How cool is this? This is something that I've thought about for a long time. There is so much wisdom out there in our elder population. And as the baby boomers age, and um, there's so many of us, why don't those of us who are younger benefit from their wisdom? Paul, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to talk about this amazing organization. How long have you been involved with the Elder Wisdom Circle?
1: Uh, It's about four years now, I think. In fact, I know it is. In fact, it was in February, I guess, four years ago that I... uh, (coughs) I d- discovered it and applied and uh, got accepted and uh, since then I, I've written over 1200 letters to advice seekers around the globe.
0: And tell us about the mission of the Elder Wisdom Circle, EWC, I'll, I'll cut it short.
1: EWC. <laughs> yes, EWC. That's what we call ourselves. Um, it began with a, uh, a guy called Doug uh, Mickelson in uh, the Bay Area, California, who uh, so respected his grandmother that when she died, uh, he wanted to honor her memory. he realized that she had given him so much good advice over the years that, uh, and the web had just uh, got started. This was 15 years ago. Uh, he realized that it was an opportunity maybe to help uh, people uh, like himself, younger people, who uh, could use the advice, the uh, experience of uh, people who uh, were getting on and maybe retired and had time to uh, think over and spend time with younger people for the most part. Uh, He set it up, he uh, recruited a few volunteers and it's it grew. Uh, there's been over six hundred uh, uh, elders over the years. There's about two hundred of us are active right now, and uh, uh, we uh, uh, get calls uh, or uh, we get emails uh, from our, uh, Google, usually from Google, uh, who have accepted us and uh, recognized us as one of its principal. Um, Uh, charities uh, in as much as it's not really much of a charity, but what it does is it puts us uh, at the top of a Google search. If you go for free advice, you'll find that Elder Wisdom uh, shows up right at the top uh, and uh, as a paid for um, uh, option. Um, But in fact, we don't pay. Uh, Google uh, pays for us for it to use it and puts us on its own website.
0: Yes, so it's a 501c3 designation Absolutely. and um, completely volunteer and Everybody's it's it says on your website that you qualify to be an elder if you're over 60 and you wish to offer advice but what else does it take to sort of become an elder like what what kind of um, qualifications do they look for?
1: Well, I'm on the actually I'm on the admissions or applications committee. Uh, there's eight of us who've been doing it for a while, who review every application and uh, we we grade them. Uh, and if they uh, you know come with come out with a a two point five average uh, from eight people uh, reading their applications, then they're invited to uh, join the uh, elder wisdom circle and uh, and. and review the letters that have come in and choose one and answer it
0: Tell us about your background specifically and what drew you to the elder wisdom circle
1: uh, well maybe I should say first of all that we absolutely uh, deny that uh, that we have any kind of expertise we are we are just grandparently type mm-hmm. people that doesn't mean to say that we haven't had service professions Uh, and I would say that almost everybody who applies has had some experience doing service work of some kind or another and uh, my own uh, uh, background is in uh, for the most part with student services at a college level and uh, so I have over the years I've had a a great deal of contact with young people and their issues and uh, of course I've had children of my own grandchildren uh, so uh, I, I bring those things together, but uh, I, when I write, I I don't uh, pretend that I have any kind of professional qualifications. Sure,
0: sure, sure. I love this idea. You know, so many times I'm in my fifties, and I just wish that my grandparents were around, that so that I could ask them questions because. You know, there's some things we just can't figure out as we're growing up and we're in marriages and we're raising children and so many things. So I just love this idea. This is really amazing. Uh-huh. So how does it work? How does it work? Does they go to this the potential person, but the consultee or the uh, quest, <laughs> yes. question asker, goes to the website. Tell us how it works. Well, they
1: go to the website, and there's a uh, there's a window on the website that uh, invites uh, you, uh, the advice seeker, as we call them, uh, just to write uh, the problem that uh, he, she, he or she is uh, dealing with or has looking for advice about, and uh, uh, then that uh, then they uh, they just press send, uh, and that. Uh, finds its way onto uh, the list of letters that um, are on the website that the elders tap into. So there is really, it, it's it's part, there are two parts to the website. There's the uh, advice seeker's side, and then there's the advice giver's side. And so we when we open the website, we see a list of uh, usually about 100 to 140 letters that, uh, uh, with dates uh, when they came in and uh, and a short headline that somehow or other says something about the, the uh, problem because the advice seeker try, tries to put a title to their question, but it's often very vague. And, and the one I just was talking about, it just had marriage was Mm. the issue um
0: yeah i'm on that page right now paul and and here are some of the examples controlling fiance and lack of support in love and grappling with both of our love affairs betrayed by sister so those are some of the advice seekers questions that they they are asking the elders so then how do you get matched with your elder
1: Uh, elders pick uh letters and uh and Adopt them. Uh, we can search through the file, and if we and, and just to look for something that seems to relate to our uh, um, experience, and and we we go with that. Mm. Uh, my own criteria is that I just always look at the ones that have been waiting around longest, oh. and and I pick those out. Um, uh, we try to get back to people within a week, and so I'm looking for a six-day-old ones usually, and I, I just pick among those. All those. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll drift down to the newer ones and uh, <laughs> see what, see what's in the file. Mm-hmm. But then I pick one out, and I'll spend some time, usually a couple of hours. Uh, after I've thought about it for a while, uh, I'll come back and uh, spend a couple of hours drafting a letter and reviewing it, and, uh, and then I'll send it, and off it goes. And usually that's the last I ever hear of mm. uh, from the people. But uh, every once in a while, about ten percent uh, people write back, and they either want to clarify or they just uh, want to thank us. Um, and that's how it goes. But the uh, we are uh, very well aware that even though we get not we don't get a lot of feedback when we do surveys we find that people say, oh, yes, it was really very helpful, (laughs) Mm. more often than not. So we get the gratification um, sort of somewhat later down the line. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, just want to add on to that. Um, With my work with student services over the years, um, I realized how often it was that a student would come to our offices and pour out their heart or deal with an issue um, in front of us and then get a little bit of support, leave. And if we heard from them again, it was usually to say, I'm so glad I came by. Uh, they, you know, young people are not inclined to uh, waste time thanking <laughs> older folk for their, for their inputs. Um, I, they're genuinely happy. I know uh, mm-hmm. because we did our own surveys and, uh, but, uh, you know, we just the one of the things about the elder wisdom circle that, uh, is that we do it uh, because we enjoy working with the problem and working out empathetic uh, and uh, hopefully creative answers that uh, will be helpful, rather than expecting we're getting into a dialogue of some sort. So we're happy to do that if it happens.
0: Yeah, that's so beautiful. What is the average age of the advice seeker? Uh,
1: well, it's probably late teens, but we get people from thirteen to sixty something uh, calling. We even get elders who write. Yeah. Um, and quite a lot of quite a lot quite a lot of women in their fifties, to be honest, Connie.
0: Well, you know, it's a tumultuous time in our lives. <laughs> it is. A t-
1: I know
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of change going on. Can we just, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's great. So maybe we could talk about a specific example of a letter and and a little bit of a response. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording, and I just love this this letter. So can you just share a little bit of it without giving away? Because I know anonymity is important to you guys.
1: Uh huh. Well, um, I'm not quite sure how much we already talked about, but I have a letter here from a wife who uh, is uh, drifting away from her husband uh, because he tells her that uh, he's accusing me of being controlling, uh, and she doesn't know whether it's true. She's, uh, she has issues because she knows that the tasks that she takes on are often uh, better done by herself and uh but her husband uh seems to have difficulties of that so uh, here's here's where my uh, letter is going i'm sorry to read your marriage has become so difficult happy to see you written to the ewc it seems that a great deal has been lost in the controversy over control between you and your husband so much so that i'm wondering whether control has become an, an acceptable version of i don't love you anymore That's a hard presumption to begin a response with. So let me backtrack to a narrow interpretation. Every partnership involves shared responsibilities, mutually assigned roles, and a working relationship figures these out and enjoys a mix of freedom and duties that make for a contented lifestyle. And of course, there are chores and privileges that either partner may do or take advantage of without causing concern. Okay, that's as far as I got. Does that give you a sense? Oh,
0: yes. It's... (laughs) It's so beautiful. I just love this idea, and it's it's such quality advice. Well, thank you. Do the elders ever get together and just, like, have a glass of wine and chat about the, uh, the different letters that you write and the people that you interact with?
1: Well, uh, there's a few of them out on the West Coast that do that, but uh, we're scattered across the globe, you know. Uh, well, not exactly across the globe, but Canada and uh, the U.S., and I believe we have some elders in England now, uh so no we don't usually get together (laughs) tried it it has been tried um we found that we didn't have an awful lot to talk to each other
0: (laughs) yeah well you guys are the advice givers that would be a fun convention though oh i love this idea so there's a book on your website called the elder wisdom circle guide for a meaningful life advice from one generation to the next can we find that book in all the regular places
1: I think so. I got one. Uh, I bought it from uh, from Amazon. Um, oh yeah, it uh, says Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's cool. it's
1: uh, it's been around a while now, and it's a uh, it has a lot of letters that are uh, um, I think were written in the first five six years of the elder wisdoms existence, and uh, they're just as good as any others. That some of the uh, questions might even seem a little old. Um, but it's there, and I and I certainly recommend it. Uh, but you know, if uh, uh, you simply want to read letters, there are sample letters uh, and answers uh, on the website. You yes. Can, you yeah. can go to that. So that's a useful place to start. Not that I don't suggest you buy the book. But well, I think there's one more thing I need to say. Okay. And that is that letters do not go straight to the advice seeker. Uh, there's a... There's a small uh, group of older elders, as we saw, or experienced elders, who vet every single letter the uh, elder writes um, and just checks it out for anything that might seem inappropriate. Sometimes, and this has been something I've been guilty of, sometimes we will... Say write something that seems a little close to a professional opinion when we should be saying uh, uh, you know making it uh, more like a a thought rather than a claim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the these are the um, uh, the quality control people and they uh, they look through every letter that goes out and. Uh, and usually just pass it right right on through they don't spend they don't spend a lot of time reading them but uh, they they look for some you know keywords and things that uh, may uh, raise issues and they also uh, uh you no know, they they sort of check quality uh, at the same time um look for uh, um things that may be a little too banal or something but um and those elders also uh, will review let, and when they review letters, they'll they'll tag one that is particularly well written, and so forth, and then they'll send a kudos to that elder. And uh, so we we get those kudos from ta- kudos from time to time from people who uh, have uh, you know like ourselves reading this. This this gives us another reason to. Uh, feel comfortable about what we do. Sure,
0: sure. Well, it sounds like you elders got it all together. You have your quality control in place. You really vet your elders, and you also vet the letters that go out to make sure that everything is, you know, all the... All the t's are crossed and i's are dotted this is so great paul thank you so much for coming on the podcast to talk about the elder wisdom circle and if somebody is interested in seeking advice from you or possibly becoming one of the elders uh, mm-hmm. if they have a little bit of extra time and they feel like they have something to offer how would they find you and find more information about you
1: it's so easy it's elder circle.org
0: Awesome, perfect. And you have a Facebook page. It looks like you're yeah, on Twitter. <laughs> you're on all the social media. So you guys are cool. You elders, thank you. i'm gonna I'm gonna write a letter next time I have a question because I just love this idea and it, it reminds me of my grandparents who whom I loved so dearly. So thank you, Paul. I um look forward to reading the Elder Wisdom Circle book, and thank you so much for the good work you're doing. You're welcome. Take care.